five, four, three, two, one, sing. I found out real life, like I can't do voices that well, but I found out recently that I can do one voice, which is cartoon evil overlord. I mean, you're British. Like, uh, yeah, not in like the classic, I'll get you James Bond, but more of a, more of a like, Garfield. You are the wielder oh, of the keyblade. Whoa. Yeah, that <laughs> is perfect, actually. George. John Arbuckle. I will find you. No. And I will destroy you. Dad, no. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I knew how to do that. <laughs> I just like saying random things and do it like... Garfield, welcome to the Dad and Sons podcast. <laughs> On this week's episode... Matt Visual. H- Hello. Hi. Hi. How's everyone doing? Okay, thank you. <laughs> and George Viedman. Viedman. I'm, I'm going to try to be awake during the daytime today for the first time since last week when we recorded. George, you need a normal life. I want one. <laughs> but do I need one? It depends. <laughs> when, when somebody turns up and is like, ah... That's the first sleep I've slept at night in a long time. I I have slept during the daytime for an entire week, and I'm surprised at how naturally I adjusted to it. <sighs> Hi guys. <laughs> that's a that's a great. This is a great start. This it is a, a, a brilliant, brilliant start. start. It's funny because you. You and me, Matt, we were saying that this week's going to be a pretty mellow episode because we're both pretty tired. And then George came in screaming. And now he's folded into the mellow. It's the crash. It's the crash. And burn. I I woke up super duper groggy and, and like got a 10 second burst of energy. And once you're done with that, you're just more tired than when you started. You know, like getting on a podcast... When this the coronavirus lockdown is going down, when everyone is staying home, talking about that we're tired, is like the most entertaining way to start a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I I I do gotta say though that just like the the exhaustion is a real thing, isn't it? Like I. I have just felt tired and sad this whole time. I... Have you named your walls yet? <laughs> I named the wall behind me. Wally McWallface. McWallface is pretty good. No, I called him Michael Jordan because I've been watching The Last Dance. Oh, no. Yeah. And it's yeah, because I, I, I it. work out over there, like in that space over there, and I just stare at the wall. I listened to music and I was like, hey, Michael, give that drive to win. Wait, do you, is it a house or an apartment? It's an apartment. So, a house? The weights? The weights? Yeah, Bill Gates? Fucking hell. I, I don't know how much it is over there in, in Japan. I never checked the, the prices. Over here, it's expensive as hell. I mean, to buy a house is probably, you're, you're talking yeah, a fair yeah. price, a fair whack. Fuck California. California is yeah. ridiculous. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping Corona brings it down. <laughs> if there's anything goes, <laughs> crash the markets. Fuck your boss. Name well, your walls. When half of Americans <laughs> with uh, half of America's population is gone. <laughs> what? 
what happens with when you put down the weights? Does um, it, it has so to echo. So I have to every be, time you drop a weight, an American dies of coronavirus. So that's the thing is I don't have heavy ones because uh, they will literally just go through my floor because it's like a soft padded floor <laughs> that you know if you put a sofa on it just like makes a hole. So I I mostly have like resistant bands, you know, like extra strength resistant bands. Oh, okay, gotcha. So I can gotcha, do stuff. Gotcha. Um, and that's really useful. I found them really useful. I didn't believe in them before, but then my lady friend was like, you should use these. They're pretty good. And then we found some workouts on YouTube, like everybody else in the world has these days. And yeah, mm-hmm. I'm pretty good. George, yeah. George is losing his mind over here. You're talking. He's like, oh, stretching. And- yeah. George <laughs> oh. is doing his morning workout, which I've is been, um- not moving. Finding that, that, that back extensions are real helpful for a, a, a chronic stomach pain issue that might be related to a vitamin D deficiency. I wonder why, Mr. I fucking sleep during the day. Um, if, this I, is be a weird if, I, if I lay down on the floor and, and like like halfway stretch myself back up so that that whole abdomen is just just nice and stretched, it'll uh, it'll 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 help some of the pain go away for the rest of the day night. I, I've definitely noticed more like pains, phantom pains around my like oh, ribs no. and back. <laughs> Konami's really cracking down hard on us these days, huh? <laughs> wow, George is losing his mind. This is gonna be a weird podcast, in. and I and 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 I'm pretty sure that people are gonna <laughs> really enjoy it. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, Liam. Oh. I was this close yeah. to buying Animal Crossing. Like, mm-hmm. I was this close. And mm-hmm. I know, I know. Because I just know, in my mind, I just know, I'm going to want, I want to want to play it. And Animal Crossing doesn't want to be played. It wants Mm-mm. to be um, subscribed to. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, it wants, you know, every morning you do chores or whatever like that. And you feel accomplished oh, for those God. two hours. I want to mm. play a game. I don't mm. want to stop. And wait every day so, for something, and and there's not much gameplay from what I've hear. At like that's just what you do. It's about decorating. It's about friends. It's about you know. Yeah. Is that? Yeah, it takes is, time. It takes time. Is to that get what to it that. is? Okay. Yeah. So, is, is, have you been playing much? I actually probably haven't played in about a week. Actually. Ah. Uh, okay. All right, just just but, to make sure. <laughs> but it it I I think it's because I missed turnips for the first time, mm. so I didn't necessarily have a reason to sign in, as you would say. Yeah. Go on, George. <gasps> so if you guys want to hear something extremely stupid about what it's like being George these days, don't we all? Then, then please allow me to to explain about um, um, one very very simple facet of my life with Animal Crossing, and that is that Turnip Lady shows up on Sundays before noon. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to log on on Sundays before noon and get your turnips. Two weeks in a row, that has not been compatible with my sleep schedule. I have missed Turnip Lady two weeks. I time traveled for the first time a week ago to get her back, but this week I'm just just accepting the loss because I finally managed to sell them on on a premium. But the fact that I can't make it to something that cuts off on noon on a weekend is a testament to just how fucked I am. 
Yeah. I'm glad you didn't say, like, how fucked the Animal Crossing design was, because it very clearly is human error on this part. <laughs> oh, come on. I, I, I could go into it. I, I, I don't even know if I want to talk about video games for, for my chunk of small talk this week. I... No one wants to hear about dusty old games, strategy games. No one wants to hear about uh, me complaining about Animal Crossing. It sounds like we've had an intervention that nobody's been a part of. Like, it sounds yeah, like yeah. we've closed George down in a corner and been like, George, you need to change. <laughs> play, play some recent games. <laughs> I mean, you've been playing Animal Crossing. That's pretty That's pretty recent. I, he play, yeah, he like, I, I think he touches it. Like I, I care. That's what I'm saying. I, I wanted the, the, to get it just so I can have like more bells in him and more stuff and send him a picture and be like, "Look, George, this is what I did I in the be, day." I would be interested to see if it works out that way because past week I, I think I'm back at a part of the progression curve that feels kind of stagnating, and I have not been able. I, I haven't. B- sat down with it for a long session because I don't feel good about doing that when it's been a long lull between videos and I'm sure that's my problem but now I'm back at a part where every session with this game is playing exactly the same and I'm almost turning around the other way again like like you know remember how I felt about it during bunny week and how happy I was for bunny week to be over I just I mean everybody was I just I (laughs) I, I I would have back. shot that bunny. The bunny did look weird from, from the Fuck photos that bunny. I saw. Well, the <laughs> thing is, is that that bunny was not a real bunny. It was just some other creature in a bunny outfit. It could have been a human. It could have been an elephant. It could have been a llama. But um, in a game where cutesy animal people are like the default, the the default anatomy, that guy, the bunny person, broke a lot of rules of like. What what sort of things your brain does to accept what it's seeing on the screen as part of its own coherent art style? Because it had a zipper on the back. It did have a zipper on the back, but so does Zipper, who is also a rabbit. <laughs> Wait a second, does that mean that they are like is furries in the game? No, like Hopkins. They're furry- Sorry, I'm just, I don't know why I made up the name. His name's Hopkins. He's a blue rabbit, and he has a zipper, or he looks like so the- an, an inflatable doll or something. The dissonance comes from how they're furry animals who are dressing up in furry animal fursuits. I mean, last week we talked about frogs catching frogs. I'm pretty sure the Animal Crossing universe is is broken. Am I high? We also talked about how how Nintendo engineered the COVID virus to prop Tom Nook up as the shadow dictator. (laughs) Oh, come on. You know Nintendo created the coronavirus. Come on. (laughs) It was developed here in Kyoto. I know where the lab is. I'll show you. They're working with the lab. It's why it's why Kyoto's protected. It's like, it's like uh, Resident Evil. Like the mansion's like somewhere out outside of Kyoto. It's like underground. What a mansion! What a I used mansion! Pretty fun Resident Evil. All those remakes. Still haven't played three. I, Have any of us played three? No. No. We all I loved RE two. So. What the hell happened? Yeah, two is two is pretty good, and I don't like Resident Evil like that. Huh. Two was pretty good, but I heard three was a little dumbed down. They dumped down the nemesis and stuff. I was just like, eh. Well, they they <laughs> kind of responded to feedback, right? And they were like, well, everybody was really annoyed with Mr. X, but then they went kind of but the that was other like, way. Man, make the game I, will, I was supposed to be made. <laughs> I it's sold. 
right? I, I will tell you what, what's been keeping me away from three and what won't keep me away from three for long is that six hour campaign. It's expensive. At that point, it's just a matter of like dollars. Like I'll just wait for it to get cheap or whatnot. And I'm sure I'll enjoy it when it is because that was a damn good 20 minute demo. Am I stupid that I'm going to spend like $60 on Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition when it comes out next week? But no, that sounds like a lot better value what? than uh, Resident Evil 3. But it's a game the boob game? game? The boob? The boob game? Not the boob game. Right? That's two. Wait, wait, I... That's two. One is not oh. the boob game. One is the backslash. <laughs> I oh, see okay. the Monado's power. <laughs> what is the drive for those games? What, 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 what is it about? I don't know. It's a big, nice RPG. That I'll get tried, 10 hours in and never finish, of course. What are you I talking tried, about? Oh, okay. I was, I was just about to bring up Dragon Quest. I was just <laughs> yeah, I wish, I'd, I wish I'd bought that. I, uh, I don't know. Oh, you yeah, never... Matt, you, oh, you we play both played MMOs. a demo. Yeah, I only played the demo. And I really like the demo. Man, I haven't played MMOs in so long. I miss it, though. You played I the really main don't. story. Oh, yeah, we oh my go. god. Oh, I give it Wait, a Wait, actually, we talked about an MMO on the Discord this week. Which one was that one? I've played everything. I've dabbled in everything. Black Desert. Every- but you are I haven't gone deep. Uh, the last MMO, MMO I went deep in is Elder Scrolls, and that, that was a good game because it was like single mm. being single player. 20 hours um, in that game I played, and it went like that. It was pretty good. But then I went back to Final yeah. Fantasy, and then I spent 100 hours. It was better <laughs> to me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's anime. <laughs> but yeah, Final Fantasy was good. I mean, I I, I made up the Stormblood, and after that, I just couldn't handle the combat. That's just my wall. Is the combat? Everything else is pretty great. Um, it was Star Wars, is what you're talking about, George. That's 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 what I played. I did play Star Wars. No, that's not what I was talking about. Uh, not, not, I, not what I was I was trying to get you to to talk about. Oh, which 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 one? Which MMO? As a similarly uh, controversial MMO based on a beloved classic franchise. Shit, what was that one? You, one? you probably played it for like ten minutes and completely forgot because it didn't sound like you were impressed. And and whenever I hear about this game, it sounds like no one's impressed. Which one? Uh, it sounds like your interest in it um, fell off. Uh, 76 oh, minutes ago oh, oh. or more not really an MMO but <laughs> yeah I get it you, you know what he's talking how about how do you not yeah it, um, Todd, Todd, Todd Howard's Grand Adventure see that that stripped mountain quarry on the ground you can go there there's nobody 76, there. 76 minutes ago Oh my God, Matt! I'm you're lost. killing me. You're I'm twisting and you're farting in my face. <laughs> Wait, did you play? Did you actually play it? Matt. Play what? Fallout <laughs> seventy six. Oh my God! <laughs> Finally, we get that. How how could I have missed that? I you literally this, like... that that just shows you how much I give a fuck about that game. <laughs> That game is a pure trash. What was you, it like, you, you like know, 30 hours ago? This is, this is, yeah, because it's, I uninstalled it. Because I was just like, after like literally 20 minutes. And so, again, I understand. 
audience, I understand. 20 minutes is not enough to give a chance to a game. But let me tell you, let me tell you my experience. I load up the game. It crashed. Right? And I can't I'm I'm using my keyboard and it won't give me keyboard prompts like of what to use to press like uh like you know it says press A for this, press it's just saying my my uh controller controls, right? To press A to jump and stuff like that, but nothing for my keyboard. Um and I can't switch it in the settings. I have to literally close the game, unplug my, my controller, and reload it with just my what game does that? I was just like, okay, okay, small thing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I load in, I make a character, and I had to go to work. So I was just like, all right, let me make my character real quick. Me and my character walked around the, the, the Fallout vault, and then I um, closed it, came back. When I came back, my character was completely gone. What? <laughs> but the picture, the picture that I took in the beginning, they make you take a, a vault like ID card picture. It's oh, like still in the loading screens. But my new character's picture that I had to take because I had to remake my character is it's not showing up. Wow. So it just shows nice. like, my old name, my old character. Every time I go to the, <laughs> the loading screens, a character that does not exist. <laughs> then I... Then I go and I walk really far for like the this like town that they made for wastelands because I remember them the you know NPCs. I remember watching a video about wastelands and like oh they added NPCs and all this type of yeah, stuff. Yeah, they finally so added this like special yeah like <laughs> special area. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, so they finally released it right. And the NPCs like like. The way they walk and glitch, like it's worse than Fallout 4. And when they talk to you, they don't look at you. So, like, imagine well, no one can see the, the cams, <laughs> but they're imagine like, Imagine Matt, they're like, staring at you. <laughs> imagine if a, a person is staring into your eyes, like they're supposed to when they're talking like to you, like with no soul. But then imagine all of a sudden they're blind. And they're standing, staring in a random direction, staring in a random direction. That's exactly what they do. And I'm like, what? And I was, and the, the conversation wasn't that interesting. And I just shut off mid conversation. I was just like, this is not what I want to play. This is not Finally, what I want to waste my time. The sun. They should have never been added. Yeah, I, I just, I, it's one of those things where you play a game and you're like, you know what? This is not worth my time. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's not worth yes, my time. Yes, I know that. Yeah, yeah. So it's happened, it's happened to me lately. And Fallout 76 was definitely, like, faster than the others. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> it's a, not to say you can't enjoy a game like that if you just want to grind up some stuff. Because, you know, I heard it's pretty decent for that. But I'm just not in the mood. I'm not in the mood for trash right now. Sometimes I am. But not now. <laughs> I thought you guys were gonna play it together. Well, George is hard to play with. George, if if I get to play with George, George lasts about an hour or two, and then that'll be the last time I play with him for that game. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't help when he sleeps in the ethereal plane. Week. So I just yeah. knew I wasn't gonna play with him. As soon as I say this is a dumpster fire, he's not gonna play. It. He's not gonna <laughs> I can't do any multiplayer games till the weekend. It's so funny, like yes, no, it no, like nobody can see, but 
Imagine George melting into a puddle of his own shirts. Uh, that is, yeah, we have to keep describing the cams. <laughs> that is that is what happens. You can you can hear his melting. Uh, mm, you ever just like rub your eyes and it hurts? Oh, it's like the second best thing in the world. You can rub that at that moment. Oh, the worst yeah. is when you rub it and yeah. it still hurts, and you're like, "Shit, I've done something <laughs> bad." <laughs> I've been staring at a computer way too long. Oh. God, it feels so good to rub it. Oh, so George. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. You haven't played any games, or no? I have played games. But I just we... doubt anyone wants to. But we don't hear care. about <laughs> so depressed George. Yeah, Anno Twenty Seventy Sim City Societies. Anyone want to hear about ten-year-old strategy games that have global warming in them? Because. Boy, oh boy, that's uh, that's what I... Is that the new video, George? Is that the new video? Yeah, yeah, I got a, a crazy uh, interview with the, the Ancestors dev coming up after this um, oh. recording. And that's going to be interesting because I've been like sitting around on this uh, global warming video for goddamn weeks now. And, and it's like the kind of situation where... I'm noticing I'm way more excited for one of these two ideas than the other one. What would I rather do? Play old strategy like, games and talk about global warming or interview a man who made a game about monkeys. I know which one I want to do. <laughs> I, I'm going to dive right in to like, okay, have you gotten any pushback from religious groups? Do you consider your game a creation myth? Is it compatible with the, the, the theological establishments? Oh, yeah, no. I, I'm probably <laughs> going to hammer this video out like like that. On the other hand, this global warming video has been... Oh, God, it's such well, a why did you decide? Why did you decide to do it? Uh, it was interesting I at the time. the Civ 6 Gathering Storm expansion pack and didn't <gasps> want to do a basic review. Speaking of... It's rumored yeah. that the next mm. Epic Game Store free game after GTA V is Civilization VI. So I finally will play it. Cool. So I've been looking forward to that one. Yeah, I wonder dude. if they'll uh, put out Epic some games, expansion dude. packs when when you when you get to it. Let me know because I'll have a mod list for you. Because <laughs> Civ Six I is is good now. No, I'm I'm serious, you guys. If if you want to give Civ Six a try, send me a DM on Discord. I'll hook you up with the good shit. Thanks, bro. I've got a like mod that gives you a little news ticker of everything, expanded diplomacy ribbons, some like town info that you just roll over with your mouse and it shows up right there. It makes the game so much better. <laughs> oh, also, you can uh, make the graphics look good too. The game did not ship with good graphics. I'm, I might beat it this time. <laughs> you can set it to super duper fast mode and beat it in like four hours if you want. I played a multiplayer game with a friend like that and it actually was pretty fun. Yeah, I, I don't know if I could handle that. I got to learn the game. Phil. Yeah, well, you know, we've gotten feedback about how people don't want to handle me talking about dusty old strategy games every single week. So, <laughs> oh, really? I didn't know where the, <sighs> that's where it was going. Though. I wanted to. Um, I did play. I I played a. I would say I played two games. Two two games I can talk about. I played a stick figure game, and I played a regular three D game. Which one do you want? <laughs> stick figure. <laughs> Both. West, Both. Oh, no. West of Loathing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought it might be that. Yeah. It's, yeah that's yeah. a good game. It's a good one. I like that game. That's a good game. You did game. it, Matt. I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> so I played it just before Xbox took it away from the from the Game Pass. Oh, okay. <laughs> that sucked. <laughs> yeah. um, 
I was I was playing it for hours. Uh, it's kind of like the 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 South Park games. It's ex- it's li- extremely hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it's very well written, very good. It's well written, and. You would think you're looking at it, you're just like, "How could this be good? Why is there so many positive <laughs> reviews on Steam?" It earns mm-hmm. it. It's it's ridiculous. I it's, like the look of that game. It definitely looks distinct. You definitely know you're looking at a West of Loathing screenshot, and you can't say that about yeah most most games. So, it looks like nothing else out there. Ten out of ten yeah. of four thousand one hundred and thirty-six reviews on Steam. I mean, overwhelmingly positive. Is only four thousand reviews? I so mean, on Steam, that is a lot of copies sold. Ooh, so. there's a Switch yeah. version. Yeah. I, so, so this just to give like a short over, overview, like it is kind of like South Park, where it's just like these this two D plane where you can just walk around up and down. And you talk to characters that have always had something stupid to say. The quests are not like fetch quests. They're they're kind of like fetch quests, but they're kind of not because everything is just w- w- written a certain way. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> it, <laughs> jokes are everywhere, and I don't want to spoil that. Um, and then for the combat, it's turn based. But it doesn't feel like you're playing like Final Fantasy or anything like that. It, yeah. It's like I was a, a snake oiler. No, snake. Snake oiler? Snake <laughs> oiler. A snake salesman? What did they call it? Snake oil, right? Isn't it a snake oil salesman? It's, it's not snake yeah. oil, right? This doesn't sound right. Snake you ever, you ever squeeze the oil out of snakes and, and sell them to people? So I had this like briefcase full of snakes. Yeah. And then... You know, like one of my moves were to take out a snake and it would fight with me. One and another one was like I will whip the snake and it will poison. <laughs> Liam as a as a post a post it that says stop typing. LOL. <laughs> I'm doing it for my job. I'm in a very rocky and hard place at the same time right now while trying to chat with someone. I'm arranging some logistics. It sounds oh. like you're loading something. Oh, God. What? I hate my life. <laughs> Is this George oh. the... I mean, I thought we had many George existential crisis moments. In the past. <laughs> this is definitely one of the worst. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm just going to, you know, say something quick. Back to the Cowboys. Yeah. It's, it's, it's $11 on Steam. It's it's probably worth it. It's, Did it's you $11. refund it? Huh? Did you refund no. it? No? No, no, no. Dude, I was playing on the Xbox. Oh, Xbox right, right, has right. it. Yeah, yeah, it was on the Game Pass, right? It, it just, it's a no, way now. Just a way you I would have recommended the Game Pass. But... You were like, ah, what the it's $11 on the Switch, huh? too. I, I'm going to buy West of Oling and then transfer the save over. Nice. For sure. Just support yeah. the developer. Nice. Yeah. Because nice. they took it off. I don't know what happened. They fell out with Xbox. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Um, uh, usually, the rotations, right? It's like Netflix. You don't. Is it really? Yeah. They take things off after a certain amount of time. Yeah. That's right. There were some cool titles before. 
Yeah. Damn. There was um, Lonely Mountains Downhill, which is the game I was raving about last week. That was on the Game Pass prior. It's not anymore. Oh, shit. I I wanted to ask for another one on there. <laughs> Have any of you guys played Streets of Rage 4? I gave that a try on Xbox. I talked about it, yeah? Like, yeah. A little bit. I don't understand beat-em-ups. I never did. I played them no. when I was young. Didn't understand... Like making like I played Ninja Turtles and mm-hmm. and um Simpsons, of course. Everyone's playing the Simpsons, that's yeah. a fun one. Mm-hmm. But it would it would eat my quarters because I feel like that's that's what yeah. they no. were yeah. made for. Yeah. But when you and play on here snappers, of course. Come on, like uh, everybody. <laughs> I don't have a fucking apple. You made it only apple. You could have lied, Matt. <laughs> it's oh, easy man. to Scrap is I, I the best game I think ever. I'm 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 going to give a friend like a couple dollars and just play it on their iPhone for a day. Steal their phone for a couple dollars. It's funny you bring up Streets of Rage. So uh, our good buddy, good dad, son, friend, Super Eyepatch Wolf messaged me saying uh, he was having some problems with Streets of Rage 4 until he chose a different character, which sped the game up like the character was faster and that made the game a lot more enjoyable because to me okay. it was just the fact that Axel is so slow I mm, don't know yeah. like d- there's something to. about hmm? yeah I tried the the blonde girl and then Is but I honey? ended I up going back to the John guitar mentioned. girl yeah, she was named Honey wasn't she <laughs> I think John uh, was it Cherry or Honey like there were, there's one of them as well that he said to play might be the guitar one I was always the roller skate kid I, I I went back to the, the girl with the guitar because you can yeah. jump on their heads and then slam down like uh, Terry. It's nice. so good. Yeah. It, it, that's like it's the best the strategy because other, um, any other way and like these characters like like uh, having to measure the length of your attacks and then they like uh, especially like the second mission where that fucking cop is always tasing you no matter what. Yeah. Like some of those characters don't have reach, and it's just—it's just so frustrating to me. Those beat 'em ups are. Always, it's very like, interesting, ah. like to see um, with Streets of Rage how kind of they've pushed it more towards the fighting game crowd as well. Because like some of the videos I've seen of like characters doing infinite loops on bosses and shit, I'm like, and then you can do wall bounces. I'm like, that doesn't what? seem like a beat 'em up, but I mean, it's pretty what? cool. It's a lot yeah. of the controls are extremely basic. That's crazy. I think it's like the cooldowns, right? You can manipulate the cooldowns if you do certain things. So, you know, you can keep doing the same attacks and then move it. There's a lot of context stuff, which is kind of cool. Like when you're next to characters, you can press like forward and X and you throw them or something. There's a lot of context sensitive stuff, which means that That's- depending on what you're doing, bounce things off wall, move a bit forward, grab it, throw it, whatever, right? So there are there's some pretty crazy videos out there of people doing some cool That's stuff. That's one genre that I never got good at is fighting it, games. It, never no, got f- good at. Wait, fighting games or beat 'em up games? Ooh, fighting games. Like just learning those combos. You got way more into it than I ever. Like you actually bought a fight stick and would, would practice yeah, back because in the like, day when Street Fighter Five came out. Because like I'm a I'm a like a jack of all trades type gamer. Like I can play decently on some level on mostly everything but fighting games i feel like i'm just pure shit and i'm just i, played, I wanted to get better at it i played um, a lot of fighting games like there was a period yeah. where it was like my go-to for 
I don't know. I think it was the revival of Street Fighter Four. Like that changed. Yeah, yeah, that's so when I much. It. And it like I, Evo was incredible, and that whole scene because we don't really have video I, game scenes, but the fighting game scene it very much is like a scene. It I don't. I don't is. know if I even want to believe you, Matt, because you and I have had a blast playing fighting games many mm. times in the yeah. past. George. Well, like, have you played someone who's like good? (laughs) The look on his face. You were there for dive kick, Liam. I was not there for dive kick, but I did that. We got heated. Among the the very first games me and Matt ever played was like a six straight hour session of dive kick. The time flew by. Words were said. I I don't think me and him have ever been as happy and energetic as we were. Yeah, uh, yeah that was good. Good, good four or five years ago, playing <laughs> dive kick together the first few times. Less responsibilities back then. <laughs> Less Man, we, lived, full of we lived. We lived across the street from each other too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was like like second childhood. Yeah, for people who don't know, we met each other at Publix. <laughs> He took his mask off and I did mine. And it was <laughs> it was destiny from that day on. So romantic. Do you wanna come play dive kick with me? That's how it worked. Yeah, That's and then awkward. the next day we were like like jogging together. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god. I could totally jog now. <laughs> I finally Yeah, except, fi- except you don't live across the street now. anymore. Yeah. You decided to move to California to get away from him. You're across the country. Oh, my God. You're like, fuck it. I'm going to make it just once a week I have to talk to this guy. No, five times a week. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, even us guys, you know, we played Smash. We played some Soul Calibur. Mm -hmm. Fighting games. Yeah, yeah, we've had a lot of fun with fighting games. So so you're you're full of shit, Matt. You'd love fighting games. (laughs) I, I I love it from a distance. Like, I would, I watch it. I love the scene, even though I'm it gets so, a little can, ridiculous sometimes. Can, with something. Can, can, can I just say that, like, yeah. on this note, I am so excited for Evo this year <laughs> because it's online, Why? which means it's going to go I'm, so terribly oh wrong. Boy. It's going to be beautiful. Oh. It's going to be so beautiful. All there will be no Smash. In its place is the My Little Pony fan game with, like, licensed original characters for copyright reasons. <laughs> It's going to be fighting herds. People like raging over bad internet connections and everything. It's going to be it's going to be so full of salt. And so it's so some online warriors. Already. Some online oh. warriors are going to be oh my god, I can't wait. I, Hell I, yeah. I did not awesome. I did not even know this was happening. Yeah, they transitioned from the obvious elite canceled physical wow. event into online. Fair play. Oh, like it's I'm gonna it's gonna suck. I imagine it'll be great to watch. <laughs> so so if you thought the race car drivers were getting extra spicy and dramatic for, for their netcode complaints, wait till the FGC has to oh, man. has to has to start dealing with it. People might be cheating. You think someone might flip a lag switch on? I mean, there's probably going to be some sort of controlled environment for people. I don't know whether like I don't I don't know how. They have to have I, certain stipulations. They have to do speed tests or something to be able to compete. What if, people what are if someone cheat. is using like a turbo controller and, and does it just a little bit enough to where <laughs> no one notices? 
This yeah. is going to be amazing, you guys. Yeah, it's going to be good. Something's going to happen, for sure. Yeah, because you, they're probably going to have to have a cam on them as well. Yeah. Oh, maybe and that's, that's going to check hold for it. Bandwidth, be, right? it's like, like the race car yeah. drivers. <laughs> there's, there's so many things that could go wrong. Oh, so absolutely. Many. <laughs> um, so many. So on that note, I thought... I I thought it might be a little more interesting for for me to just talk about some chaotic internet shit going on because of the virus for for a chunk of small talk this week. Uh, are you guys familiar with the great AP testing saga of 2020? Uh, the college placement exams for 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 uh older teenagers and young adults in the United States of America? No. No. <laughs> so this year, because of the, the coronavirus, the college AP placement exams are all happening online. And ah. one one of the strategies that, that the company who distributes the test devised as an anti-cheating measure was to create a honeypot subreddit in which all the cheaters were supposed to get attracted to that certain subreddit and then post some sort of screenshot or something that'll either reveal their identity or or help them deduce methods by which people are cheating but the teenagers very quickly found out that one of the mods was <laughs> was was a paid company employee pretending to be a fellow teenager and this resulted in the board getting completely spammed with hentai for days on end <laughs> oh man so so if you go to reddit.com slash our AP exams 2020 or whatever it's called, it you will see only two kinds of posts. Criticism towards this one moderator in particular and how much of a big dumb idiot he must be. And hentai. And and every 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 now and then will be like like a meme that just reminds you of how much how much wittier and, and snappier and, and crueler the teenagers are than the rest of us. One of which is like, like, <laughs> like, like, like TikTok girls exchanging OnlyFans subs for, for, for getting the nerdy kids to help them cheat on the exam. It's, it's, it's crazy. There are kids who are taking this exam on their Nintendo Switch and trying to submit it. Other kids are trying it on the Xbox, and apparently there's technical difficulties. If I you're think doing I saw it from one person had a Nintendo DS that <laughs> yeah. had it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and like, like it's apparently a, a really big deal because these kids have their futures writing on this test <laughs> they're submitting on a nintendo switch just for shits and giggles but now there's real serious talk about a class action lawsuit developing because of it Man. and you can't even get to that shit because there's so much porn in the way <laughs> I, don't, I don't see i don't see what you're seeing what was it called uh, AP tests 2020 reddit.com/slash/our yeah. AP tests. Oh, there. good, good job, uh, D- Dino Crunch or whatever the the moderator's name was. He finally cleaned it up. <laughs> oh wait, no, I don't know. I just got on it and I'm seeing one of those like like. <laughs> I don't know what the format of the meme is called, but this 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 got big when the the FDIC was was printing money during the stock market crash shortly after the virus, where 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 someone's saying no, 
well, you can't just continue AP exams without fixing the upload issues. And then I guess some guy who's supposed to represent the college boring going, go, going, ha ha ha, submit error, go burr. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I don't know what you're seeing, Matt. I'm seeing shitty memes all over this Reddit. Like, right? Maybe. Oh, there's someone's balls. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Matt's already pre-banned. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wow. I'm seeing we memes. know this guy's gonna come snooping I'm up definitely again. seeing memes. That, that's mm. what I'm seeing. That's, mm. So that's all you've been like, doing, George. You haven't been sleeping, and you've been reading people failing the AP tests. I've p- been making multiple videos. I, I, okay, come on. Give, wow. I haven't done anything. <laughs> oh my god. That is a terrible picture of a black man with a not his sexual organs. Uh, nice, just like Barbie doll. Can no, no, no. The <laughs> other organ. That that picture his almost looked realistic. Left cheek, his left mm. bum cheek, mm-mm, mm-mm. right bum cheek. No, he's cough he's, muscles. Um, yeah, you'll see it, George. It's a big. Can you customize image. his genitalias in <laughs> in Cyberpunk? Oh my god! Don't keep reminding me about a game that is not out that I want to play so bad. I I'm play not anything. usually excited about games anymore, and I just want to play Cyberpunk. I've always been one. So. I don't. I haven't played anything. It feels like I'm in the waiting period again. Now, like Final Fantasy VII came out, like I'm in that period where nothing is coming out. I kind of fancy playing Xenoblade Chronicles, um, but I mean, what was it like? So, uh, Paper Mario got announced. Ghost of yeah. Tsushima had its mm. state yeah, of play. Gameplay reveal, and they come out on the same day, and you know the. I don't know. It feels like I'm in a period of waiting mm. for something. I, want, I, I keep searching for like indie games to blow my money on, but I haven't found anything that like really grabs you, right? That really grabs yeah. me, you know. Yeah, the, a lot of the new indie games that I was looking forward to have mixed reviews, so I don't know how I feel about that. I still recommend Lonely Mountains Downhill. I played more of that, but I got to kind of basically where it starts getting really hard. Like and the challenges left over are the the ones that require me to keep banging my head against it to if, finish it and I'm kind of just like ah, I've run out of podcast episodes to be able get, to do this so old. If, so if, old. if either of you guys ever get curious I am happy sharing my epic game store login to hear a second opinion on ancestors the humankind odyssey I would actually oh, like Matt to play deal, that isn't it? it's not a I deal. want to see Matt play that is it good though? I saw it on a deal. Probably it, not. It's probably gonna be like five dollars or something. It's right? gonna be it's one of those things on. where you know we'll play it, we'll see it, it'll be all right. But George will make a thirty-minute video on why it's bucks. a masterpiece. It's, if people don't know, if we haven't mentioned this enough, download Epic Game Store. I don't care if you don't want another launcher. Get the free games. I GTA like how is the whole narrative is like, flipped in that regard. Oh, yeah. Like, public opinion is changing on that. Yeah, of course. Do you remember the Ooblitz thing, like, fucking last year Ooh. or whatever it was? Holy shit. Uh, yeah, they're doing GTA 5 and partial refunds. 
Like they're they're really stepping it up a notch. Ten dollar voucher as well. Like if you buy mm-hmm. like for games over fourteen dollars yeah. or whatever, that's ten dollar voucher and it's seventy percent off a lot of games on there. I've I played play way too many of them, so it's kind of useless for me. The Jackbox <laughs> games. I play the Jackbox games a lot with my friends, so but <gasps> they already have all of them. Bought. I nearly bought the Jackbox yeah. packs, but I don't have anybody to play them with right now. Yeah, like that, that's like the only thing we have left. <laughs> it's Jackbox games on on our oh, little can Discord. Can we set channel. up like a Jackbox thing? Yeah, we Us? can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it'd probably be easier than literally. So, as far as I'm aware, is it the third one that's the best one that's got like Quiplash Two, Gaspionage, Faking It? Oh, Gaspionage. That's that's the best one, in my opinion. Hmm. But, but uh, somebody might correct me because I haven't played any of the others since. And Ancestors is now ten dollars with the ten dollar voucher. Oh, good. Because it's fifty percent off, forty dollars. So it's twenty dollars minus the ten dollars. Ten dollars. Oh uh, shit, George! Did yeah. you see that Old World came out? Old World. What is Old World? It is uh, Soren Yo- uh, Johansson's. Um, game he was the lead designer of civilization and off-world trading company it's an early access for oh yeah yeah Epic. i did I know, I know i know you can be a well, great i, I was looking at this yeah it's just i i've been playing so much civ 6 and the like look and feel of this one is so closely in line with that that i don't know if it'll if if, if, if oh yeah this game it'll feel like like something new and exciting in my life right now i, I kind of want to put this whole civ phase i'm going through to bed finally <laughs> it's been five thousand years oh no old world also is the hunt down came out that looks pretty good it's like a contra style metal slug indie game that looks pretty good what is it called um hunt down hunt down um oh george i the- there's another one that's like old world. It's an indie game, but you don't fight in it. I don't know if you're interested in that one too. And there's that a game different where you don't fight as well. people. What? What? Yeah, you can't fight people. Okay, okay. no, like, like if, oh, I, if I'm going to sell you on Ancestors, Mankind Odyssey again, it is, it's technically non-violent. It's just technically no combat system. But anyways, continue about how I won't <laughs> like it if you don't fight people. Huh? You can get eaten by lions, right? Yeah, and you, you can fight back, but it's like through QTE. Like, there's no press this button to swing a fist, you know? <laughs> I don't know how I can't not type. I seriously don't. Like, I'm going to have to buy a new, quieter keyboard, and I think that's the only actual feasible way to fix that problem. I mean, <laughs> don't do it for us, George. Do it it's for the dads, the sons, the daughters. You can do but, it, my friend. There, there's there's limitations to our universe. You have a phone, right? You can secretly tap on that. Or you can just like just do the podcast and not type at all. <laughs> That's too much, Matt. You're expecting too much. Calm down. I seriously had a boss in another tab in a Slack room, like like ask me what I'm doing right now and what's taking me so long. I'm sorry I had to reply to that, okay? <laughs> My God. Another a boss. boss. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 move on from the big boss. It's the monkey um, boss, uh, Liam. I yeah. I wanted to ask you how how Japan is uh, handling his toilet paper these days. Uh, it's funny actually. So you posted this, and uh, t- supposedly there's been like Japanese toilet paper memes, but I haven't really seen any. And it's funny because two things that 
you can buy quite frequently now uh, masks and toilet roll. Whereas like, you know, last month maybe that was kind of impossible. But it seems like everybody stopped panicking now and you can buy them again. So the, were, was there toilet paper panic shortages last uh, month? Like two weeks maybe when everybody in the world was, even in Japan. I think it started in Japan, actually. But they um, have the bidets, the bidet culture. Yeah, and that's the weird thing. That's why I wondered why everybody was panicking, because we have bidets. Well, most people in Japan do, but they are literally lifesavers. Think of mm -hmm. dysentery. Think of like all those medieval people who died of dysentery. Imagine if they just had a bidet. I am so sorry that, that like four billion years of ancestors <laughs> had to live without bidets and I'm Those I'm the poor first generation. Monkeys didn't have bidets. That's why most of them died. Those monkeys died so we could have bidets today. So speaking of like bathhouses and whatnot, the only thing I did do this week really, apart from do the obvious, which is make games and do nothing, uh, is I watched the <laughs> First anime episode of. I, I can't even go. pronounce it. No. <laughs> because Ter in the comments. What is it, George? A Gretzko season two? Yeah. No, the yeah. bathhouse manga. Right. Oh, Thermai Romai. Thermai Romai. Oh, the, did you see, like, the anime version of it I or watched, one of the movies? I, I watched the first episode of the anime. How is the anime adaptation? It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. good. It's good to know. I don't know. Like, there's so many different <laughs> things. And it's funny because in the, the anime seems to have come last. It seems that the manga came out, then they made a movie, and then they made an anime. Because in the anime, <laughs> they have, when he goes to Japan, he has posters. They have posters on the wall of the, in the onsen of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's in in-game advertising. <laughs> yeah, it's super meta, but it, it's it's really funny, and I actually really enjoyed it. I didn't get I haven't watched the second or third episode yet because it's only three episodes long. It was like a special or something, um, but it was pretty funny. You 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 got one right. Oh, thanks. Do they have him speaking speaking Latin in some of the scenes? Um, no, he was very mm. Japanese. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering. When he goes to Japan, and they're like. And he's like, oh, flat faced fools. <laughs> but in like very clear Japanese. <laughs> I was wondering how they would transition some of those gags over, because in the manga, he speaks Latin in a Times New Roman font that looks different. <laughs> and there's also so much visual stuff going on. Like like in in the Japan scenes. Like the author will make a point out of making sure he is drawn differently from from the Japanese characters. But while he's in Rome, w when in Rome, he looks like like more like a basic anime character. But in Japan, he looks like a statue. No, he looks he looks the same in both. He's like a chiseled Roman looking uh, <laughs> character with blonde hair. He just looks like any Roman character you can think of. Um, um, it's good though. I enjoyed it. That's all I did. Yeah, guys, help me. Yeah. I'm 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 happy I, I I found an anime that 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 I actually found and then spread to the. It's just like one of my Greek Japanese animes. <laughs> uh, 
the in the movie version they filmed that on some of the sets from the hbo rome show <laughs> which sounds like a ridiculous amount of overproduction and it i kind of want to cheat down they were like hey what <laughs> studio set can we just walk on and film a, a japanese guy in a bathrobe <laughs> oh god i just remembered i did i did, I, I did watch through gladiator over the past week oh it took yeah. me three days I watched an hour a day. That's because you, it's like you said to me and Matt, you were watching Gladiator and you were like, why is it so long? And both me and Matt were like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's not not that long. long. And then we found out you were watching the extended director's super bonanza. I thought it was four hours long and it turned out to be three hours long, but that's still a really long movie. Okay. It's one hour and 55 minutes normal runtime. And that is perfectly fine for how that movie plays out so wow i wonder how the hell an hour and 10 minutes of extra material came from well the there's a lot more with what is it like his slave master i always forget the name of the guy the act the actor who died proximo i don't know yeah 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 yeah, proximo is the character there's a lot more with him supposedly that got cut because he died I think. And apparently some cool scenes of ancestor worship, which I guess is something that's cool that Japan also does that ancient cool Rome did. Cool for you. Um, um, yeah. Um, Oliver Reed, of course. I'm gonna mention uh, that I finished My Hero Academia and that it was finished? Hype as hell. Yeah, season finale. Really? That the dub got delayed and i was just like oh, i'll watch it i i do i do like the dub i'm not gonna lie the dub is pretty well done season four season four was really good it's very different from the other seasons i need um, to find out what episode i'm fucking in just go through it and um so i watched the last two undubbed and still fantastic absolutely fantastic so Matt, I mean, can you can you tell me very uh, like maybe how far I am estimation yeah. wise? So the last yeah. thing I remember was like when they had that hype fight against the muscle guy, and they were in the forest. The muscle. And they guy. attack. They attack them in the forest, and then Deku had a fucking sick ass fight against. The guy who could like wrap his body around things, I think, or he had muscle powers or elastic powers or something, and it was incredibly or well plastic. animated. I can't remember. But then, like two episodes after that, it was like All Might fights Smokehead Jap. Oh no! You must be in the beginning or something like that. No, 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 no! no. It's like end of season two, I think. Oh, you're not. Well, oh, oh, you're way back. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Like, I feel like I, I, oh. this season went on hiatus or something, and then all of a sudden, like, now the whole thing exists. Well, I think that was the end of the season. You're talking about when we were all hyped in the chat, right? And we're like, oh mm. my God, that All Might fight? The last time All Might fought was a, a yeah. season finale. Yeah. It was a season finale. Yeah, so just watch season finale of two or three. I think it was the third one, to be honest. That's the it last did feel time I like think it went fought. on for a long time to that point. It must have been like 30 episodes in. So that's like getting into season three. The thing is, I'm afraid to Google like episode lists because they always come up with spoilers for anime. They're like, just, oh just my start, God, his last stand. Start way back. Start way back. Like season three, 
first episode and it's I can't be rewatching episodes. I don't have huh? that kind of time. Wait, I can't what do you mean? No, episodes. I'm talking about just skim oh, through like, it, dude. Alright, okay. I'm not talking about watch it. <laughs> you need to show See, me the very legal internet store in which you find these. <laughs> oh man, they, they keep pulling them down and I keep watching them, man. And I keep finding them again. <laughs> I keep finding them again. I never I never got Crunchyroll. I should I should probably look into it. Can't but get no one really Japan. tells me Crunchyroll before get Crunchyroll. Yeah. Not anymore. Do you remember every YouTuber? George, did you do a Crunchyroll sponsorship at one point? No, I did Loot Crate. <laughs> the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Does Loot Crate exist anymore? No, I think I think they've ended. <laughs> no one wants to buy plastic anymore, especially during all. If they haven't ended, they definitely ended now. Let me tell you. Get your geek crate I have some, now. Some bad news for you guys. Loot Crate <laughs> still exists. Ah shit! <laughs> There's no way people are buying that right now. There's no way. Ooh, yeah, it definitely sounds more expensive than it did before the world economy collapsed anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when it's just going to end, man? I want to go back to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's it's on its way out. Restrictions are being lifted. The curve yeah, is but flattening. how smart is that? But I know, I'm, like, I I'm, wanna... on, I'm on both ends here. I, I want to go out <laughs> because I'm tired of being stuck home, but I'm also just like terrified i don't want to get sick yeah Yeah. i i have the luxury of of waiting this out till numbers are lower or a vaccine is out but i i i do sympathize Mm, i thought i did too but it seems things are changing over here and plans are being made in which i will have to go back soon enough wait go back like back to the office oh oh i thought you meant your home country no fuck no the uk is an absolute <laughs> fucking mad max war zone i ain't going anywhere in that shit jesus <laughs> mad max Thanks. war zone what yeah it's like the wild yeah, west boris johnson got coronavirus yeah, <laughs> boris johnson got it no one's safe yeah he nearly died from it as well and, Hopefully, and you, yeah. you would think they would put some perspective into the man but it didn't seem to do that <laughs> Japan's apparently handling it okay. You got the mess. You got the islands. Once once you close travel off, you're 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 secure. You know we all learned that when playing uh, Plague Inc. in Madagascar's. I miss Plague. I love That's Plague boring. Inc. I played that when I was like, years ago, man. Supposedly they changed it and they added microtransactions. Oh yeah, I bet they they did a lot with that game throughout the past few months like didn't they re-engineer like an educational version for for the coronavirus pandemic well it was because everybody was using it right and they had to put out a statement being Mm -hmm. like this is not a correct model of what the coronavirus will do to the planet and yet everybody's model was the same thing as what happened which was it took over the world They they did a big charity drive. Um, I think they they were, like gave it away for free for a while. I'm trying to look up if they did make like a more serious game. educational version for it's the news. Oh, they made they made a new version where you destroy the virus. <laughs> oh my god, that game has been around for so long. Liberals, what a what a what a way to capitalize on a tragedy, though. <laughs> you know, like I I. I can't criticize them for it. Like, it's actually probably really useful to to have something like that going through people's heads when trying to envision how plagues spread in this time. Which is, is kind of sort of the... Is this a plague? 
technically doesn't that feel weird though it does feel weird like this is this is something that 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 happens in history we are not used to feeling this fear in the modern world the fear of the plague (laughs) the fear of the world stopping it does make me laugh i was actually thinking about it like I was kind of thinking about the juxtaposition of how luxurious our lives are. You might not be able to buy a toilet roll, but you damn be able to stream on Twitch. <laughs> While trying to survive a plague. You can't eat and you're starving, but damn you'll be able to stream on Twitch. <laughs> I speak, Speaking of um, doing weird things to like adjust to, to more... Oh my fucking god. Well, now I'm making a timestamp, which is really a type, important. A timestamp. Ah, you you need I, to get a like a red, a red, um, MX keyboard, man. Cherry okay. MX. Well, one of those things. Okay. You know, you know, for people who like bite their nails when they put like the like polish on it, that tastes disgusting to stop them from doing it. You could put like mini nails on your Cherry keyboard. So every time you tap on the keyboard, all we hear is like ow. Ow! Ow! <laughs> oh, that would be worse. But highly entertaining. <sighs> okay, I remember some people requesting that we talk about music occasionally on this podcast, right? Whoa! George, did you listen to a music? I listened to a music song over this whole week. <laughs> I have had the uh, the the hit James Maynard Keenan solo project Pussifer single. What? Apocalyptical playing what? on loop almost like the George whole entire song. week. I cannot song. get that song out of my head. I made a birthday video for my stepbrother with that song in the background and me dancing against a green screen. I'll show you guys after the recording. Stepbrother. But yeah. I want to see if, that uh, song. You guys don't know. Um, y- 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 we're all familiar with Tool, right? Yes, of course. Uh, the, the, the Dark Souls of Prague Rock. Um, apparently you need to make your own music before you can really appreciate Tool. And then, and then, and then you'll be able to understand how, oh my god, they had a, multiple instruments progress across Da Vinci's Fibonacci curve for an entire four minute long album. And every fucking time I listen to Tool, it sounds like, like such... Don't you be fucking oh, disentool. Oh god, I'm gonna piss people off. Yeah, don't you be disentool. Jesus Christ. Well, I'm sure that when I ever, like, make music of my own, I'll really get into Tool. But whenever I've tried to get into Tool in the past, it hasn't happened because it... it to my untrained, shitty ears that have no taste <laughs> in music whatsoever, it sounds a lot like a lot of other thrashy, angry white boy metal from, from the early 2000s. Yeah, but maybe it, it might be the case where Tool musically. popularized that stuff, and and it's a Seinfeld was always funny sort of situation. That is so odd. Like Tool, is like the contrary to that. <laughs> it's very strange. Have you listened to a Perfect Circle before? No, I haven't gone all the way through a Tool album. I'm just no, that's not a Tool to album. Individual. That's another like oh, Tool see, that's not what I know. Band. You should listen okay, to okay. a Perfect Circle, The Outsider. But, that's a good song. But. But 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 I fucking love Pussifer. When I was bicycling across um the country, I I I kept the all the Pussifer albums that existed at the time out on on my MP3 player and and have them like burned into my memory from that time. And this one that just came out is is 
yeah, I don't want to say, oh my god, it's fantastic, because it's just like a really basic, catchy beat. But I freaking, I love everything about it. I love how how rubbery and lo-fi it is. I love how how much more fun it seems like he's clearly having with this stuff compared to Tool. I love how the music video looks like it all could have been made remotely, like it's all drone footage and green screen tricks and really crappy green screen at that with really crappy costumes. But but it works so well, like uh, he... He he just puts on an Agent Smith costume with lipstick, and for some reason the lipstick makes it look like this amazing sarcastic statement about s- smirking at it the 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 stupidity of YouTube comments that are directly underneath it about uh, uh about how James Maynard Keenan might be a red pilled coronavirus five G truther when the whole entire lyrics of the song is literally yeah. been repeating "Go on, moron, ignore the evidence" over and over again. Yeah, he, I, I love a, he's this a, shit. He's a bit of a contradiction to his own self, his old James. I'm 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 wondering about that. I yeah. I listened to some interviews about about this this single on the album coming up and it sounded like he was deliberately trying to avoid anything that sounded too political, but but for whatever war search test pop culture is in American media these days, like this absolutely strikes me as the the lyrics being about conservative YouTube commenters. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're just uh hearing what you want to hear. Well, that's the thing, right? Um, have you guys seen the the video Donald Trump tweeted of of all the protesters like like harassing a reporter trying to cover a protest? Yeah, and how I did see that? Depending on your persuasion, you see an entirely different image, and yeah. and it's did really you see scary. It as fight for America. <laughs> That video is it's, terrifying. That video makes me afraid of you, people. Uh, American. <laughs> uh, it's a terrifying video. One of the 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 worst things about being George right now is just like the knowledge that I wanted to grow up to be a journalist as a kid and, and that has steadily become like the most hated job in the country. No, you could have gone one worse. And I, you kinda are. Uh, You're a journalist, but a uh, games journalist. Eh, I'd, I'd so much rather be a game journalist than than have to deal with the incredible amounts of way more bullshit that real political reporters have to deal with right now. Like, as shitty as it is making stuff for the gaming crowd, at least, like, like there hasn't been... An episode like the Washington Post mass shooting where where five journalists have died. Yeah, that was... Man. Say it before, say it again. America. Yeah, Yeah, games journalists will get, like, docked and shit, but real journalists will will get get shot. shot and shit. Yeah, yeah, like, whether they're covering wars in foreign countries or not, like, you are really putting yourself in the crosshairs when when, when you speak truth to power and let the information they don't want you to know come out to the people. <laughs> I might do it when I'm older, I'm sure, whatever, but right now I'm, I'll steer away for a few years. You're gonna make videos about monkeys. <laughs> make videos about the monkey evolution game, that's, that's the spiciest, yeah, global warming and evolution and God, that's what I'm tackling this week. And the one that you want to make, though, is the monkey one. Absolutely. <laughs> At least you're honest. Um, 
George. Mm-hmm. I um I played uh Dark Souls. Okay. It's good. Which the, one? The third which, one. Which Souls? Dark the Souls third. three? There's some good mods out for it now. Did you play it vanilla or check out those mod scenes? I didn't even know there were mods that mm-hmm. I should be looking mm-hmm. at. Yeah, after you get used to it, give a Give it a look. See if there's anything you'd like. I'd be interested to uh, hear what it's like these days. I really like that game. But yeah, no, Dark Souls. Dark Souls Three is a good, good, fun time. How you, how you, how you holding up? I um, I thought it was. At first, I thought it was pretty easy. I was just like, <laughs> yeah, and then, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I, um, then people started jumping from like random spots behind boxes. And I was just nice. like, "Oh, you fuckers!" I was like, "This is this is the way it is. This is the how way." Many bo- how many bosses have you have you fought? Um, I just started playing. I beat the okay. the the second second. I think it's the second boss. The the the, the one that gives you fr- frostbite. Um, it took me a couple tries. I had to come back. Kick his ass. Kick his ass. Um, but he's pretty easy once you, you know, once you get like he's gonna like you avoid the slam down. Yeah. Um, as soon as he doesn't stun you down, you're good. Um, man, Dark Souls is interesting. Like, I feel like I can't play that game unless I know what I'm supposed to be putting my points into. I feel like it would be. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's like anything, right? It's like you. Yeah. I think with these games, what I like about these games is it's more specialist, right? You can yeah. feel it. Like, if you put all your points into magic. You're gonna fucking feel that magic working, mm. and you'll be absolutely shit at everything else. Put all your power into strength. You'll fucking roll like a slow ass fucking tank, but you'll hit hard like a tank, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's, it definitely feels like your points matter. So just go with whatever your flavor is, right? If you want to be yeah, fast, I'm, I'm putting then, into health and endurance right now. Then yeah, you'll be like kind of a tank then. Yeah. I remember Dark Souls three being one of the more like adaptive open ended leveling systems among the series. It had a lot to learn. I don't know how you guys feel like if you've played the other games, but Dark Souls three definitely feels like a like a like a greatest hits album. That's how it feels. It's like and it's, it's not quite original. I'm okay with that. But I didn't finish the other ones. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing, right? It's not quite original and as maybe as janky as like when you first fell in love with it. But yeah. this is this is polished. It's like ah, yeah, these these guys in their forties now, they're pretty good. Good <laughs> album, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I play I play Demon Souls, and that's that's the only one I finished. I still have Demon Souls two that I. I went like ten hours in and always stopped. I just lost interest <laughs> every ten hours in every time. Yeah, like as <laughs> I I don't remember Dark Souls three being like like the top favorite of the series, but definitely yeah. like a solid collection of a lot of of good mechanics and level design that worked in the past. And that is what I remember. I was talking about about how there's a mod scene now. There's one called Cinders that is a total conversion. That apparently does add in a lot of features from like Bloodborne into Dark Souls Three. Like, like it. If you already thought Dark Souls Three was a greatest hits collection, when you hit the mod scene and and <laughs> open up that can of worms, like it really, really becomes like an album of your favorite Souls content. Like, hey but man, I'd, like, I'd be down considering 
I'm totally of the opinion that Bloodborne and Sekiro are both better than Ooh, Dark Souls series. I wonder if uh, really? there's Sekiro content in this mod. But I'm looking at a screenshot where a guy's holding a lightsaber, so who knows where we're going to go with this thing. Hell yeah. I, see, that's, that's why I'm playing it, is the weapons. That's, mm-hmm. that's the only reason why I'm playing 3. I had a good halberd, as I remember. <laughs> yeah. That was a halberd boy. Yeah, it's like the, I see the weapons, the scythe, the twin swords. I see all these weapons that I've I've watched on videos over the years, and I'm like, I'm gonna try some of these weapons out. Dude, this this looks different from the Dark Souls I remember, where it's just like, you know, sword and board. You know, the sword whole game. Sword and board. Sword and board, man. But yeah, yeah, that's it. Just wanna put that in there. When Dark did Souls three come out? Is know, it a see. year? Yeah, is it already been a year? It's crazy, Sekiro. right? They came out with so many games so quickly. March 22nd. Oh my god. It's not only been a year. It's been a year and fucking two months. I'll beat it someday. I want to play through that game again. Is that the only game you haven't played? 60,000 reviews on Steam. Holy shit. I I think I'm just racist against the level design. Like, I'm looking over these screenshots of Dark Souls 3 (laughs) and these beautiful snowy cathedrals touch a part of my soul that a lot of the Sekiro environments didn't didn't really hit. You're crazy. You're crazy. Uh, Yeah. You're crazy. I I, looked at Ghost of Tsushima and I was like, holy shit, there is a difference in class. (laughs) So what what did you think of that that gameplay video? It's like Assassin's Creed. It's an Assassin's Creed game. I've played enough Assassin's Creed. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll play Ghost, but you know it definitely when you play an open world game by a studio that have never done an open world game before, and I know Sick Punch had they've done Infamous, right? Like, is it Infamous? I think so. So. You know when you play a, a, like a, a new game by a studio that is branching into a genre they maybe haven't really done before, but you know, um, it's it doesn't have the same like bells and whistles of all of the open world games that you've played in recent times. So it always feels like something's missing. So they, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> the cops. For you, Judge. Whoa! That's a lot of... Don't don't mind me, guys. <laughs> I don't know. It feels like if you were to play an Assassin's Creed or the latest Assassin's Creed or mm-hmm. The Witcher or something, and then go and play Ghost of Tsushima, it might have like more originality on top of it, but you're gonna feel like, oh, I know about open world games, and then you're gonna be like, oh. Why is this missing? It does feel like the gust of wind thing for like pointers and stuff I felt was like, oh, it's kind of a neat idea. And then I looked at it visually and I was like, man, just throw that shit out. Just fucking have a waypoint because you're trying to do the same thing, but visually it's harder to see. So you're sacrificing readability of the game for artistic value. And when somebody's going to be following these waypoint markers for like fucking 30 hours or whatever... It's just frustrating. It's get just get rid of it. Either get have it or don't have it. Like and make it as easy for players to see. Like even if the wind was a slightly different color or, or something like that, it felt it felt odd. I don't know. Yeah, um, I've, they're Lots trying to encourage to exploration. I think 
you know, for you to Who look what's is. going on instead of just focusing on just like a little point but, on the on the map or you know in front of you. Because like I don't have anything on the HUD, right? Yeah. Did don't you not feel right? Like not only that, but when they were going through like the environment, the yeah. nothing stood out. Like I, I, it felt like a blank canvas of flowers yeah, just, and trees. It looks good. It just, that's it what it good. was. It just looked but it, good. But it didn't feel like. Mm, let's say I don't want to say memorable because it's not even out but you know like uh, a thing right it, like a, a place it didn't feel like that it felt like you were a flower patch and you were right and I just trees. I like the flower patches that's the best part they're, about they're it beautiful. because it reminds but me every time I see a flower patch it reminds me of uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 um, that is pretty cool yeah Metal Gear Solid 3 oh my god yeah. oh my god I'm I should go back and play, play a game like that now, that I would enjoy sure. huh I'm gonna play this game in black and white. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. There, there was an argument in my Discord over the black and white mode. Oh no! Oh no! Don't don't bring it up here because I'm gonna have opinions. <laughs> should it be black and white, Matt, or should it not? <laughs> no, George was saying that it shouldn't be there. No, not not George, but whoever. In a Discord, <laughs> you might have George's Discord. <laughs> George's Discord, um, which doesn't make any sense. It's like, optional. It's it's exactly. optional. Flick but it on and off th- for a screenshot. You can do this with Sweet FX. Like, yeah, like it's nothing. It probably didn't even. It, it probably there, doesn't even change any gameplay or nothing. It just that's mm-hmm. just a black and white. There, there, filter. there were complaints about like the contrast levels not being in the right place. In which case, plug plug an E and B in, and you're good. It, the thing is, it's, the thing is, when you're complaining about a filter in a game that hasn't been out yet, or just a game in general, I mean, come on, man. There's there's other stuff in the world. There's just come on, man. I'm just shouting a whole podcast. Go go go, like do something. <laughs> I do feel like when it, it gets to that point, it is pedantic. It's a yeah. it's an optional filter. It's not even an artistic vision choice where they turned around and were like, hey, yeah, we decided to put the whole game in even. Black and white. Even if it's not a good black and white mode, then it's still going to be the easiest thing in the world to just ignore and forget about and never even use. Like, and yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And and even then, I'm I'm still looking at it from the perspective of a YouTuber. Like, oh yeah, maybe I could like use that for some B-roll or something. Like for my purposes, it definitely benefits. Even if I don't like the game, I can still. You use that for for B roll of of making a pretty Japan scene for some other video I need to make. Yeah, yeah, and you know I get it. I'm on I'm on the podcast. I talk smack sometimes. I'm on here for fun, but like I don't know. Spending your time on a Discord talking about <laughs> black and white, black and white filter. I when when you told me that, I was just like. Okay, George. That's that's interesting. That's, <laughs> that's we interesting. just lost two listeners. <laughs> yeah. If if you're if you're gonna I mean, like listen, bro, if you're listening to this man. No man, come on man. There's other important things, man. <laughs> I know it's a bro, Michael man. Jordan. It's a pandemic. It's, There's a it's... plague happening right now. <laughs> you remind me of the Michael Jordan meme. Stop. <laughs> 
Don't do or, it. <laughs> no, no, I, I like the fuck them kids. Yeah, that, that's more important. <laughs> I call 911 about this every day. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, we've been doing this for an hour and 20 minutes. How are we here? Um, what's, what's next on the list? Uh, Was that news? We're in news? What happened? Technically, we, we just shifted right in. You guys want to want to talk about the real, real big news of the week? Paper Mario, the Origami King? Hell yeah. Wait, Last fine. of Us looks loses fine. legal fight? <laughs> no, wait, did that... I don't think... What? I'm just reading from a random thing I see in a recommended YouTube video. <laughs> Paper Mario looks fun. Yeah, it does. I mean, the battle system looks unique, whether that's a good thing or not yet. But the art looks amazing. And the writing looks... The writing looked pretty good too, which is you know classic Paper Mario. Needs partners yeah. though. Needs partners um, back. But yeah, no, I don't know what you guys oh would God. consider to be the biggest news story this week because it was a big news week. But um, I I was really interested in uh, a lot of what was shown and a lot of the discord that discourse that developed out of the UE5 tech demo mm. um, on PS can, the can, PS5 video. Before we jump into both of these things, considering they're both related to the same guy. We make fun of him, but big respect to old Keeley. Big respect to Keeley for getting off his ass and, like, single-handedly saving the summer for the games industry. I'm just okay. organizing a huge, massive thing for whole, all of the summer and still having some sort of excitement via game announcements. Respect. I did not know this had anything to do with Jeff Keeley at all. Well, they, both of these things, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and the UE5 thing, were both announced on Jeff Keighley's Summer Festival And streams. And the way I <laughs> interacted with that news is going straight into the YouTube videos. Like, I, I did not... That's news to me. I did not know that they were, Keighley's got they all were a part of the Keighley thing. I, world exclusive. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, anyways... <laughs> Um, yeah, UE5 tech demo, uh, running on the PlayStation 5 to show off what some next-gen graphics are supposed to look like. It's, I think, a little unfortunate that the tech demo looks like a very conventional Tomb Raider clone. Oh, wait, then they switch on a wireframe mode and polygons are as small as pixels. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, it is interesting. Matt, did you see it? Oh, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Say, yeah, look, of course. It's right. fantastic. So the, that's what I was talking about in the chat. I was like, finally, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. it's gonna, we're not so, gonna be held back by consoles because we definitely until are. Two years into the gen, and until the, years, the PC yeah. hardware catches up, and and I hate hearing that. I just, I just want, I just want good games, man. Good games. So on PC, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, what do you think, Liam? Yeah, you're a tech guy. You're, you're, you're. I have a list of questions for Liam about what some of these words mean and how how watching it, knowing the terminology, might probably makes for a very different experience watching it without. Because shortly afterwards, that PC Gamer article came out talking about how how unimpressive it was, but that's not the really? point. Yeah, it's 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 impressive. Like the the thing that's going on is that there is a movie quantity of 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 polygons in this scene. And and I didn't really get it myself until the developer switched on that that color-coded mode where it looks all black and white and noisy and he says that's not noise. Some polygons are as small as pixels. 
Um, triangles. Yeah. Triangles. Tri- triangles. Triangles. Polygons. Liam, what's the difference? Triangles. Uh, not polygons, technically. Really. I mean, kind of. But eighth grade geometry class. <laughs> I mean, Whoa. yeah. Why wasn't it impressive? It's 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 impressive. Like the demo is impressive because there's a lot in there that is going on that you wouldn't necessarily, using the hardware we use now, um, be able to do. It looks great. I think some of the things that you've written down as questions, um, for example, I think the main one is why is it a big deal that you can import straight from ZBrush, for example, or Blender, to the engine? What, what do those words mean? So when you take an asset from a, for a... I've never used ZBrush personally, but I've used Blender a lot. When you take a 3D model from Blender and you import it into Unity or Unreal, for example, you basically do it textureless and then you create a texture, like a high-res texture. But when you do, sometimes you create multiple versions of that texture and they're called, they're uh, different LODs, LOD uh, level of detail, right? So you'd have like LOD1, which is like HD, 4K, whatever, LOD2 is then like HD, then you go down to LOD 3, which becomes a bit more standard definition than LOD 4, and all of these lose detail and lose like, you know, uh, crispness or whatever, I don't know, like the further away you are, the more things look worse in video games, for example. So the idea with this is that would be kind of a thing of the past, and you would just import straight from like ZBrush these huge, massive models like like the more triangles you have the more it has to render the more processing power it takes etc etc it's pretty straightforward in that regard so just imagine you're taking like the most unoptimized the biggest most detailed thing that require that is like 8k textures of the tiniest details and then you're importing it straight into the engine and it just works that's crazy because right now our pipelines for making games requires you to do a lot more to be able to have high-res stuff in engine. You need to import it. You need to lower the uh, you know the triangle count, subdivisions and whatnot, and you need to then create multiple texture packs depending on you know PC performance. Yeah. It's why when you change uh, your medium, ultra, or whatever. It, all the textures change because there are literally multiple different textures. Now, if you have a console that just runs straight up 8K textures, uncompressed or whatever, it's that's for game studios. That's pretty incredible, right? He he refers to them as the cinematic assets, and the thing is that to the untrained eye, you might not really notice that much of a difference. The thing going on is that it's going to save the developers a shitload of time behind uh, the scenes. I would disagree. I think if you look at the statue in that UE demo, that is the most impressive thing. If you look at that statue and you like, you know, you were passing by or something, that would be like easily in a Pixar movie or something like that. It's, yeah, I mean, it's insane. You- you notice the difference because have you played some of these these games textures? If you look closely, they're not that detailed. They're not yeah. that good. Yeah, I just don't look too deeply because it just breaks my immersion. Well, the the thing with the diminishing returns is that once you make the the slightly lower poly version of the cinematic assets, you can still have bump mapping tricks that that make it look like every single little bump has still has that depth to it. Yeah, but imagine if you can just make models that have the bump mapping on it. You don't have you don't have to fake it. Yeah, yeah, it cuts out the step. 
Right. But that's also why I think a lot of what was shown in this tech demo went over a lot of people's heads. It's is yeah, that they don't even know that step is there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is a UE five tech demo. It's not. I mean, it's it's it works both ways. It gets people excited about next gen who are potentially going to buy it because it looks pretty good. But it's predominantly a tech demo for people who work in tech in video games, and it kind of does both. Mm-hmm. The one thing I think that's the most important thing from my personal standpoint i think in terms of baker AAA studio this is kind of crazy right you can you're going to make really good looking games that look photorealistic with this kind of stuff what's important to me is that artistic style is the most important thing in video games like Mm. there is a reason why this game this game this demo the first thing george said was like it was like a tomb raider kind of uncharted thingy right because no matter how good, how fucking good um, things become and things can look, there is something about artistic value in video games that artistic styles will always outlast photorealism. You look at games like Wind Waker, Okami, uh, Field Joe, Pixel Art titles, Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VI, right? People fondly remember how they look. But if you think of the first Uncharted game, which was a technical marvel at the time, you're like, oh, that is not as good as I remember, right? Or PS2 games that had photorealism at the time. I think the more we strive for good graphics, which is not something we've talked about in a long time, the more we lose about what is the personality of a video game, which we all know is kind of super important. Now... Something that was pointed out to me by uh, a good friend of mine, Kyan, who made I Want to Be the Guy, so he obviously doesn't develop high-tech games, but nobody still uses GameCube pipeline technology because even though it made The Wind Waker, it was slow and archaic and, you know, it was limited. So whilst this is really exciting to do, like, these incredible ZBrush sculptures that are incredible detail... The one thing that is exciting about moving on with tech is that even if you're making a game like Okami, the fact that you can just make a low-poly model of, like, Amaterasu that looks beautiful and then just fucking stick it into UE5 and it's not going to worry about, like, having to have log details or unoptimized stuff is going to make everybody's pipelines faster if you're making 3D games. I don't necessarily think 2D games or anything will improve, but there's a lot of stuff you can do with this just because... Yeah. And even then, like if you're making a, a 3D game that's low poly, but you use unique light sources like ray tracing and stuff like that. For example, ray tracing demos of Minecraft, there's a lot you can do with light bouncing in that as well. <laughs> right. Have you guys tried it? I tried it recently. Really? How was it? It, it? it was good. Like the reflections and stuff, it was good. It reminded me of um, I was I was actually seeing Skyrim. You ever seen Skyrim like all juiced up, like really juiced up? It looks. Oh, I it love playing surreal. Skyrim all juiced up. Oh, Skyrim man. is beautiful when you juice it up. Yeah, I mean, whew, steroids, man. Let me tell you, straight up. So, yes. Matt, yeah. So, just the one thing I wanted to point out as well, and I think what is kind of unique about this is, I wouldn't expect, um, the kind of detail you saw in that to be in like thirty-hour-long games, because the one thing that you still have to do is painstakingly craft all of these high detail things, right? And the more detailed something is, the longer it takes to craft. If you're doing like basic high detail textures for pillars that the player is just gonna see for 10 seconds or whatever, <laughs> like it's an impossible task. You have to do that for 30 hours. 
and the thing is, the more photorealistic something is, the more you copy and paste it, like we do for all video games, the more noticeable it's going to be, and that's going to suck. I don't need 30-hour games anyway. Um. Good man. I agree. <laughs> but when she flies, and you see all of that rubble breaking and stuff that's like that. That's impressive. Imagine being the guy who, or the lady who detailed all of that, only for them to fly back, pass for like two seconds. And (laughs) the thing is, is it's an experience. You remember that demo because of that ending. Mm. It's a zinger. Like, yeah, sure, it's only ten seconds, but it's about that moment. I mean, there's a lot Mm. of things in movies that took way too long to do. Especially in in um, all the Marvel movies, way too long for just two seconds. Those suits that they were wearing in the, in the, in the, in the freaking Marvel movies weren't even real in Endgame. Those little white suits—they're all CG suits. They are all CG. Do, Matt, yeah. do you yeah. remember how impressed the both of us were at the photogrammetry scanned assets in the vanishing of Ethan Carter? Uh. I don't remember how 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 good it looked. Yeah, just how like photorealistic yeah. that game looked for how small of a budget it had. Yeah, like that's that's what I'm looking forward to coming out of this is is like cheap games that look really really good. A walking simulator. Oh, on that though, this kind of tech is not indie tech. Indies are not going to be able to use this. This is big studio high budget stuff. So why? I still wouldn't expect that everybody's going to turn around and start using it. Well, why? Isn't it unreal? The whole it point is, is that it's like cheaper and faster than yeah. ever before, I thought. Yeah. Like in, in terms of resource cost on the player's machine. Yeah, exactly. It's not on the like development side of things. It's like you're still well, photo- gonna... Yeah, photogrammetry is expensive. Don't you have to like set up three hundred and sixty degrees worth of cameras around a prop and have that. them all like, take photos? There's kind of a reason a lot of indie games are like pixel art and stuff like that. It's it's the same as like bands making it's the difference between bands making like an album at home with like garage equipment compared to like but in a studio right like you might use the same guitars or whatever and there might be a brand new guitar that comes out and makes you sound almost the same but the, it, there's a lot of other factors in the pipeline that yeah like, but unreal unless you're, you just make shit i've made shit in unreal you, just you make can shit. It's it's definitely very different to Unity and Game Maker. Like they're not even. I mean, Game Maker and Unreal are like completely uncomparable. I, the only <laughs> the only similarity they have is they both make games. <laughs> Honestly, I just want to reiterate that from my untrained perspective, it seems like the big selling point to the whole entire tech demo was how much cheaper and easier it should get to work with these ridiculously high-poly photorealistic mm. assets. Yeah, to actually have them in-game and actually have like, a console actually run like, them. <laughs> like, like, that seems to upset the natural balance of order things with how much he compares it to movie quality assets. Like, movies get to wait around a whole day to render a frame, whereas games have to turn it out immediately. But, but, yeah. but having that the billions upon billions of polygons just come out at, in your face in real time seems to upset the natural balance of the universe. That's not well, noise. Yeah, that's not noise. Those pixels are triangles. (laughs) I'm always gonna remember it. (laughs) I mean, it's amazing when you think like there there are websites out there where you can look at the polygon counts of different characters over time, right? And you think like Mario from Super Mario 64 was 64 polygons, right? And you're like, oh, now we can render 
billions upon billions of triangles in one scene. And right. part of like how you can do this is because the culling technology in which we use now is like the most optimized Oh. incredible thing oh so they're like hiding the stuff that's not on the screen and that's is that the trick going on yeah of course fucking hell man if you you can render billions of polygons very very quickly but you got to be hiding the other billion to be able to load the front billion like it's it's not oh. it's not complete magic it's still tech it still has to abide by the laws yeah i'm i'm really really fascinated by what what actually gets this to run efficiently behind the scenes? I was wondering if they had gone into detail about that or if it's all trade secrets at the moment. Um, they've probably gone through with some studios about how the tech works and stuff like that, but it's just the same improvement we have every time, right? The more data we put in things like all of these teraflops and SSDs and the faster we can load data means the faster we can run things in scenes, right? Teraflops. All right, why does that... Even like it's a weird term. It's a weird term. It is a weird term. It's like <laughs> first time I heard, I'm like, is this a buzzword? Teraflops. It's not such a it's a weird thing. Teraflops could describe what you will be doing to old men's bodies in uh, wow. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One Plus Two. That was the best segue you've ever done in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you, you managed to pull through this entire podcast through agony of whatever you're going through today. Just <laughs> no, I'm, I'm waking line. up. I'm waking up. I'm it's 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 twelve twelve that was, PM. That was the best segue. Yeah, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater is getting remade again, and I almost forgot it got remade the first time in two thousand twelve. It did? There's some weird Sonic Cycle deja vu like, Wait, like what's it one and mass two? brainwashing shit what's, going on. You can't even you can't even buy it anymore. You can't buy it because of the licensing. It's it's hard to Google search for because if you type in the terms of like Tony Hawk HD remaster, this but the latest HD result was remaster. Was called, it was just called Tony Hawk's Pro Skater HD. Oh. And it reviewed very poorly. And the music license expired fairly quickly, and it got taken off the stores. Oh man, no! Bring the noise. Even no, bring in the Pro noise. Um, so yeah, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater is getting remade again. I completely forgot it got remade the first time until like a day ago when I double checked myself because it felt like I was feeling deja vu. Um, it looks a lot better this time. It looks a lot snappier. You see. In gameplay footage, your skater immediately teleporting into completely different poses. It's so like, cool. uh, like in the good old days. It does. Some... It did, like I watched some of the gameplay from like, um, obviously the announcement, but also the Jack Black Jablinski game, Jablinski Pro Skate Special, and the way they move and the animations and way they fall is like exactly the same as the original. <laughs> it's really, really weird and uncanny. It's very interesting. And whatever is going on with with lighting and shadows looks real interesting to me too. There's there's some interesting environmental art tricks going on that I'd like to play around with. Levels don't exactly spark the nostalgia I was hoping for. It's very like let's make generic environments that are the same layout, but will Mm -hmm. remove all of the colors of like the way those levels looked. That um. Portland warehouse level is going to feel small in 2020. I'm sure they made it a bit bigger. 
I'm wondering if they'll add some some extra levels to that because because even even when you unlock the later levels in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, like the school level is enormous compared to that warehouse they keep showing off. Is two off. the one that had the bull ring? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was an unlockable level back in yeah, the days when that was they, a thing. They better have that because that was the best level. Uh, apparently, if you're looking forward to playing as Spider Man, you might not want to get your hopes up. But well, yeah, I mean, um, bring the noise is not in it, so I'm already disappointed. But Milton Collins, no cigar is so mm, 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 up, wait ups and downs. Not all the music is inside. Not all the music. Eighteen of the tracks are. That's in there. fine though. We, it's we, not we live fine. in a time where you, no, it's fine. Listen, listen. Hear me out. Hear me out. It's fine because Modding. George you recently can just, bought Spotify. No, you don't even have to mod Mod. it. All. You just play a YouTube playlist on in the background no, and you're good. No. It is weird that the selling point of this game for me is a soundtrack that I literally listened to on the day of the announcement. <laughs> I'm like, I'm the, so the soundtrack while I'm skating. In, in the original game, it was just straight up licensed yeah, music tracks. It wasn't tied to your gameplay. The only difference is that it won't stop when you go back I to the menus. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be perfectly fine, care, even though I George, love bring the noise. No <laughs> I'm I'm I I would not be surprised. Number one, if you can just plop your own MP3s into a folder and have them play it. Number two, I would not be surprised if I'm just gonna press Alt Tab, click one button, go back to game, and it'll be exactly fine and 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 perfectly okay. It comes also, out the same day as uh, Avengers. Yeah, well, I'm going to be playing oh. Tony Hawk instead. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm going to be playing as a wrinkly old 50-year-old Tony Hawk, too, because um, the, the new facial scans. Yeah. yeah, it's so cute. It's so adorable. I, I love how, like... I play as old Rodney Mullen, please. It's so good. The the sense of humor behind those games is was was always one of the best parts about them, and it's so great to see them still, like, like put it out with, with a smirk and a giggle. Oh man. man, did you see, I don't know, did either of you see like the uh, the Tony Hawk announcement for it with all of the crew getting back together and like Jack Black being there and stuff like that? I saw no. him playing it with his boy. So there's like two videos, there's one that's the Jack Black video and then one that's like the, to- the Tony Hawk video and it's like him like getting them all back together and like Rodney Mullen, man, I forgot how <laughs> sweet that dude is. He's just like, oh yeah Tony, I'm so, I'm so excited, thanks, thanks man. And they're like, oh, you know, you had such low stats in the game. Like, is that okay? He's like, oh, it's, it's okay, man. I, I, I don't mind. <laughs> He's just the sweetest guy. You're like, that dude invented the kickflip. Give that man some fucking respect. Do a kickflip. Yeah. Do a kickflip. Do a kickflip. Yeah. I watched those videos. And Tony Hawk's still killing it, man. It's He's insane absolutely killing it. How He's everyone loves it. Tony Hawk. Even my mom loves Tony Hawk. He does a blunt to fakie, and he's like fifty-five years old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that he would kill that me spiral now. thing. He built that spiral thing and, and went down it. His old ass. Nine hundred. He did he his last nine hundred at forty-nine, and I'm looking forward to him doing a forty-nine at nine hundred. Oh my god, man! That guy's a that guy's a he's skater. He's a skater, man. Damn. Hell yeah. I was also yeah. surprised to see how good he actually is at Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. 
There's so many celebrity game endorsements by celebrities who don't know how to play video games, much less their own video it game. Is, it is well known that Tony very much was involved in all of the developments for all of the games. Like, it even, even the one with the peripheral? I think at one point he owned a stake in Neversoft. Oh, and technically, the, the the big deal this time, why why you should be looking forward to this one so much more than the previous games, is that it's made by the Neversoft descendants. It's Vicarious Visions. Yeah, who made the, the Crash Bandicoot uh, remaster, which everyone loved. So that's some they, pretty good pedigree. They, they have quite a bit of Tony Hawk games in their, like, 15-year-long ludography. I'm not really Old sure belt. I count the GBA games as, as good practice for this brand new remaster. Well, the point is, the DNA is there. It, it should yeah. be better than the weird, like, what was the name of the studio that was making the crappy Tony Hawk games over the past decade? It was something like doobly dooby doo Activision. <laughs> it was an Activision subsidiary, but it had a very strange name I'm going to look up now. Now. In the old Tony Hawk games, I mean, we, we, we stayed on this too long, but old Tony Hawk games. Robomoto. Can you fall? Like, can you fall off your skateboard? I can't remember. Like, as in, like, bail yeah. out? Like, in scale? Yeah, well, yeah, no, when you hit a wall. There's various different versions of it. When you hit yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, you pressed a button and your guy just straight up picked your board up and walks around on a foot. No, no, no. And you that can under, you that fall on the floor. Yeah, and when you thug. Miss a trick. Yeah, so when you fall in the old yeah. games, you would like hit and you'd like bounce and there'd be blood and then you'd automatically respawn on top. Oh, okay. So now the way they do it, which is kind of smart, is that when you fall, it's like a glitch in the matrix and then you like glitch back onto the board. It's it's kind of neat. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, glitch I like, out, like oh, that didn't happen. And then you keep skating. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. The. The, the the Tony Hawk's franchise has been in some sort of weird jeopardy limbo for the past decade, but but th- this is a completely different studio than the previous one. Christmas two thousand and six, getting my brand new Nintendo Wii, and Tony Hawk's Downhill Jam, <laughs> which was shit. Downhill Jam. Mm. Then, yeah, downhill. Remember? You should see the box out for it. Tony's face is like looking off to the right, and it's like. Just completely dead. Remember Tony Hawk's ride where you had to lean around a skateboarding peripheral in front of your Wii? Yeah, I remember having to break one of those. Oh. (laughs) Anyways. Anyways. Is that it? I I can't segue to listener questions as good as I segued, as good as I (laughs) flipped 360 manual Ollie flipped into the the Tony Hawk segment. Let's kickflip into the the questions. Oh, gosh. I guess you just can't win them all. Can you do a kickflip? Send in your answers to dadandsonspodcast at gmail.com. Kickflip. Guillermo J asks, what are the best video game stories you've played through? Um, what video game stories do you personally think are great and what makes them great? Kingdom Hearts! (laughs) (laughs) Which, that's, that, that is an argument that could have actually been made a good ten years ago. So, uh... Oh, before it became a funny how that's gone. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Final Fantasy VI. Really? I think, I think VI might still hold up. It's a little weird when the furries get involved. (laughs) George, isn't that your favorite part? 
I don't know. Six is still cool, though, because the world ends halfway through when you keep going. Yep, it is amazing. Earthbound, right. Mother 3, 2. Wait, I'm, I'm just going to keep saying MGS3's game story of all time best ever will never age is like doesn't like that wine. like we've talked about this on the podcast before about so like, many times video games and like how how far away they are from like even Film. tv yeah. so yeah. far away that if metal gear solid 3 is our best example of video game stories and it's a very generic mm. Cold War story. Yeah. No, very it's generic. not. Yes. No. See, I mean, it is. Like, if you yeah. watched the TV show of that, you'd be like, yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, exactly. I think I think if Metal Gear Solid 3 was repackaged as a TV show or movie, it would be pretty good. It's yeah, a really fun story it, that hits, like, like, traditional cinematic notes. I don't know about traditional Cold War notes. Like, it's, it's really cartoony and campy and supernatural. And But that's I, my point, is I, it we still wouldn't be, like, the breaking bands of the world, would yeah, it? I, it would I be like, it. oh, that new Netflix show, that's pretty good. It would be like the Robocops of the world. Robocop is a great... A, a, perfectly fantastic example of 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 a sublime movie experience it's not a good story it's a good movie if that makes any sense it kind of falls into the category of what we're talking about here about yeah it it literally falls like that that's that's a video game turned into a movie right there is robocop that's that's exactly what robocop is just the most absurd shit (laughs) <laughs> he gets blasted in the first minutes of the movie and then he turns into a robocop come have on have you seen dude. his like um fini- have you seen his like finisher in mortal Kombat? no he murders people the same way murphy was murdered it's like <laughs> fucking pulled like machine gun the shit out of them oh 30 seconds of, of fire yeah. from four different angles yeah gross yeah, no, RoboCop think- moves really, really fast. It's campy and fun and exaggerated and cheesy, but it's also like a scary look at, at how... But Matt's right. It's not a good story. Co- it's a great oh, action I- movie. Yeah, it's, it's it's one of those action movies of the past. I think what makes video games make make us think that they have a good story is it's, it's the world building. It's the interactivity. Mm. That's, that's, that's what makes you feel you're, like you're- it's good. Tangentially you know? feeling like the world that you're affecting. Yeah, like more. The Witcher Three, like The Witcher Three was good. Yeah, right. And The Witcher yeah. Three was good because of like the shorter stories and the characters exactly. more than yes. the bigger plot. Absolutely. Yeah, it's like feeling the Lord of the Rings. If you read all the side stories, you'd be like, Ah, oh, yes, Radagast. So, <laughs> so, so for like big games, you you if you have big games, you want short stories. There's there's a conflict going on. I think. I think there's a lot of people out there would that would uh, disagree with us and would say like, look, if you play these narrative fiction games or, or whatever, you'd be like, okay, yeah, maybe because they're specifically expressly built or d- developed to tell a story, right? I think games. I truly do think that we've come so far now to kind of a, agree that it is almost an impossible task to have good gameplay combined with. And an incredible story. Because you have one to make is, choices. One is, you, you yeah, can't make one the, is at the sacrifice of the other. Yeah, you can't make the, the the player feel a certain way because you want to go a certain way with the story. Or, you know, feel like he's powerless or whatever. Like, it's, it's so 
hard and to yet, kind of control that. I'm, I'm about to touch my camera. It's so hard to control that. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, still just I, can't get over that MGS3 happened. Like, the thing is, I agree with everything you guys just said. It's just like, like I still feel like MGS3 is is an exceptional case where where it managed despite all these problems. But if you take... You wouldn't watch all of the cutscenes of MGS3 back to back and Hell be able no. to coherently tell really like what is the intricate details of what's happening. And also it'd be six hours long and you'd be like, this is the longest fucking movie I've ever seen. And, I, and yes, it's a video game, right? But that is how the story is then drip fed to you, right? Through these long ass cutscenes or whatever. Not not just criticizing uh-huh. Kojima, but that's how it's done to you. It's not done at the same pace a TV show or a movie would be done at. It's and much more long form payoff. And then most of the time video games don't pay off in that story because you're expecting a big boss fight and you've got to literally yourself carve the narrative by taking out the character or destroying the boss or whatever. In and this in MGS3's case, literally destroying the boss. And and then it it still does that <laughs> that like naughty dog playable misery shtick where where it will like have you mashing a controller in a way that hurts your hand during a torture scene where the mm. character's getting hurt. It'll like strip you of your equipment and your items during the climax of the story where the tension is at its most highest. But like it but it does plug it, into the interactivity in a way you're not going to get if you watch the cutscenes all the way through. I agree, but you don't necessarily feel the same as if you just found out who killed Roger Rabbit. I don't know, right? It's like... <laughs> it's just not, too, you did. It's not the same, right? But the one thing games can do that none of these other pieces of media can do is like create stories systemically which is so cool that's why video games are cool like the idea that you the player can create stories that you will tell other people not like in a cheesy way but you're like fuck i was playing noiter and i had this wand that did this and this and then it blew up this thing and then these spiders came out and i was panicking and then my health was like 30 hp and oh my god and all these Systemic things that can happen and because of gameplay that you have crafted and interacted is the same as somebody going on an adventure and telling you about it in a, in a movie or whatever. But it's a lot more interactive. And I've been getting a huge dose of that past couple of weeks by playing all these old dusty strategy games where, like, your city is the character or your mm. nation is the character. And, and the decisions that you have to make are the story. And that's that's really cool stuff that I don't think people appreciate enough. And I'm wondering how many centuries it'll take for that to happen. I think there is a place for video game stories, for sure. But because, yeah, like, when I think about good video game stories, I think about like The Walking Dead. But like, yeah, it, you know, I cried at the end of Walking Dead season one, like way back, right? Like, I wonder if I play it now, would I feel the same way about it? I mean, I like Soma. When when that came out, and it was the story so weird that because I liked about is it. Is it the story or the experience? Right. It's like if I think of what narratively has hit me the hardest recently, it's a short hike. It's mm, so mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. by the time you get to the top and you you do what you've climbed the mountain to do, even in that short time, it's like ah. Oh, and yeah. it's nothing, right? It's it's a phone call, right? I, I, yeah. I think but it's, it's how like, it, ah. 
how it plugs into the controls. Like, like you have a lot of moments where climbing gets difficult when, when the story kind of reaches a lull and, and climaxes. And mm-hmm. then at the end, you get some fun controller gimmicks that are like a nice, easy payoff that, that hammers home a conclusion. You, you, you gotta plug it into how good the controls feel at the certain story beats. It's like Final Fantasy VII as well. Basically just watching a really long anime series over 40 hours. <laughs> and it has the same dumb plot as an anime, but I love the shit out of it, but I wouldn't say it wins any awards for, like, plot. I find that, like, with RPGs, maybe, let's say, Divinity or something like that, there is much more chance that the emotional payoff that you will have when a character dies in the 80th hour or something, (laughs) a character you've spent literally 80 hours with and grown up like a bonded, even in a JRPG, for example... That will hit you emotionally harder than maybe any TV show could because of the length of time and maybe the bond. Yeah. But that's not necessarily the story. That is just the experience of playing a video game. But the story can take advantage of that. It has not aged well at all, but I remember a lot of GTA 4 reviews when they first came out like like really appreciated just how long of a time you spend throughout that game developing an attachment to characters because of the sheer time investment involved. Hey, cousin. <laughs> Want to go bowling? And then, and then, yeah, yeah. A few years later, that is exactly what what the conversation around that game turned into, and the audience received it very differently from the reviewers during their first week of of of, of high pressure, get it out in a closed environment sort of uh, impressions. Some honorable mentions before you before you end is like a plague a plague sale was good. I yeah, you know, I heard that. Um, De- you Divinity like that. Original Sin too. Definitely yeah. was top notch. It's one of my favorite games for sure. Um and I can't wait for Baldur's Gate two. <laughs> Baldur's Gate three, sorry. Um and I'll say some visual novels. You know, just Yeah, uh, which are which are built for narrative purposes, right? Which is Ooh, I can't, literally okay. Literally the story. And I've I've tried enough it. times by now that I think I can verify that I'm just I'm not a visual novel boy. <laughs> I uh, I have no, such you, a hard time either. getting it's into a, those. It's a, it's a weird genre. It's an acquired taste. <laughs> yeah. It's like when I think back to like 999, right? Or Virtue's mm-hmm. Last Reward or whatever, right? What is it that, sh- that amazed me about that game? Right. It's the story, right? But what, yeah. what mm-hmm. suffered for that mm-hmm. is that the puzzles were obtuse and stupid because they wanted you to fucking have the a really part. harsh time trying to figure that shit mm-hmm. out and so it can drag on the plot and whatnot. That's how I personally felt about those games. I think they're amazing in hindsight because the stories are well-crafted, but the gameplay was hampered because of that. Yeah, I I, got to give those a try, I think, before I can conclusively shit on the whole genre, you know? For whatever reasons, I wasn't able to get hooked in Danganronpa. I don't remember what happened in Doki Doki Literature Club, and I just do not like games where I sit back and press one button and read stuff. Like, even Pokemon will bore me because of the how much one-button-driven it is. Ah, oh, Pokemon. Man, the mighty have fallen. Pokemon Black and White had a decent story. <laughs> Wait, which one? Which one? Pokemon Black and White. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was I the one about like, the, should we catch Pokemon? Is it like the, yeah. the right thing to do? <laughs> really? Yeah. Man. Do they it have a different. postmodern like, question of ethics over Pokemon? Yeah. It was That's adorable. Is it that is so cute. Yeah. Like, And then there's like this... God. Is he a god? He's like a guy who descended down. Who He's like ethereal and has like a Pokemon and he's like going around being like, yeah. you shouldn't fucking catch Pokemon. 
because it's not good. Oh, not you know, I might like visual novels better on the Switch than on a computer. Because, yeah. you know, I like puzzle games a lot better on the Switch than a you computer. You like reading stories. Yeah, if I can... Uh, if, if I'm only tapping one button, then... Yeah, I definitely did not even notice this stuff about Pokemon until I started playing it on a computer on emulators. Because in the portable environment where you have distractions at hand, a lot of that... Uh, or at least in my... When I when I engage with this stuff, a lot of um, that lethargic feeling goes away. And mm. my, my attention span can be held better. Yeah. So maybe if I ever buy a visual novel again, it should be on the Switch. Because those games did start out portable, right? 999 and Danganronpa were PSP games, weren't they? 999 was a DS game. Danganronpa DS, was a it's still portable. PSP. I think it was a PSP the game to stop. I'll consider that PSP. <laughs> You're wrong. One has one stick, the other has two. Show grandma a picture of both machines <laughs> and they will look more or less the same to her. So That's Danganronpa. <laughs> what the shit, grandma? Dangle grandma. <laughs> I play it all the time. Well, uh, do we have any concluding thoughts before we wrap things out this week? If you like story in video games, that's fine. That's what they're there for, to be enjoyed. The <laughs> gameplay can be a story. There's no shame in that interpretation either. Systemic <laughs> gameplay is more fun in my opinion. Look out for George's monkey video. God, I can't wait to make the monkey video. Oh, I'm so excited to put out <laughs> the monkey video not the global warming video the monkey video look out for more exciting peeing tweets from matt i can't <laughs> believe we went through a whole podcast where i didn't have to go pee oh my god you're right oh my god that's true